comes the bride with a knife that's one inch wide. Where is the groom dead in the dressing room? Stabbed in the heart because death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And today we're talking about noisy neighbors. Which is perfect timing because it is the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. And that's when neighbors are at their noisiest, to be perfectly honest. It seems like a free license to be just the most noisy asshole. They, <laughs> they stay up late, they drink too much, they launch literally bombs of fire into the air. Yep. And now, now that I'm old and I have too many kids, naturally it's just particularly annoying because they bug my kids. But it becomes even worse when it's past bedtime, and I want to sleep, and they're still noisy. And we have new neighbors, and they seem to have a pool party at least three times a week. That's so many pool. Like, even if I owned a pool, that is so many pool parties. I don't want people at my house three times a week. No, who wants to clean that up? And I'm glad they have a pool and they're enjoying it, but like... For fuck's sake, just cut the noise. They have amplified music and they're singing and yelling at each other. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I had a different neighbor complaint and I've completely forgot what it was because last night has just encompassed all possible complaints. And um, we had like our neighbors uh, kind of had like a little block party last night and it started out fine. Everyone was great. They were giving our son water balloons to throw at people, and then they were letting him throw water balloons at them. So he was, like, living his best life throwing water balloons at... Which is great. I, I kept saying these, like, young people, and then I realized that they're all older than me, but just, like, <laughs> less tired. Um, so they just seem so young <laughs> and, like, full of energy. They're just, they're just less tired. They were blasting music so loud. I was laying in my bedroom, in my bed, at 930 10 o'clock at night um because my son is terrified of the fireworks so he was in our room so then i mm -hmm. had to be in our room but i was like laying in bed in our room singing along to the song that they were playing because it was so loud it was like i was playing it in my own house <laughs> that's, that's and our, bad. our son was in our room even though the fireworks at that point were over because they were also lighting out fireworks in the middle of our street because that's not dangerous at all um in california where everything's potentially on fire uh, but his room is at the front of the house and it was so loud in his room. It was like deafening. Like there was no way that he could go to sleep. And he's, you know, he just turned three. So his bedtime is like 8 p.m. And they turned it down at 11. I just laid there singing along to songs. I mean, they're playing stuff like Queen. And I was like, I don't hate your taste in music, but it could is 11 p.m. Our whole entire fucking neighborhood had to listen to Queen until 11 p.m. Which, if you were at a concert, sure, it's great. But when your three-year-old is trying to go to sleep, yeah, not good. I, I almost talked to my neighbor just the other day, too. I, I was doing yard work. I heard him come out to check on the pool. And I hopped up on the wall, like I sat on the wall. And I was going to be like, hey, I just want to let you know. You may, sometimes there's somebody out fuck. there making a lot of noise, <laughs> at, you know, like pretty late at night. I just want to make sure you knew everyone in my cul-de-sac can hear you because the neighbor's neighbors can hear as well. And when I hopped up, he was doing something like the filter in the corner, just like forever. I'm like, I'm not going to be the creepy guy who's just sitting, sitting here, on the staring wall, staring at you. So creepy. 
Well, we can wish happy 4th of July to our patron, Jimmy Fuquay, at the Jimmy Fuquay. Cheers to you, Jimmy. Of course, you can find us at Death Do His Part Podcast. At, uh, what did I say? You can find us at Death Do His Part Podcast. Stop drinking so much. At DDUPCast on Instagram and Twitter. And email us at ddup.podcast at gmail.com. You can tell that it's 4th of July because you're like I'm 200 beers deep and you're just a disgusting mess over here. Just I flopping all over the place. Over here. I am. But if we're going to get into some murders, uh, my murder is very 4th of July themed. Um, and it has to do with the noisiest shit, which is fireworks. And this is a story from Brooklyn. Uh, Last year, Shatavia Walls, she talked to her neighbor who had lit off fireworks illegally, and the outcome seemed to be fine. Um, The the person who was shooting them off, he stopped setting them off, and he split. But later, he returned and ended up shooting uh, Shatavia eight times, and also shot her significant other, Kelvin Hernandez. Strangely, they didn't list the the perpetrator's name in in the article. I'm not, not sure why. Hmm. Usually that's like the name everybody remembers. Not right, the and they don't name. talk about the victims as much. Uh, now, Shatabia's mother was the one who gave the account because she witnessed the event. And uh, she said that before she was shot, they got in a fight, a physical altercation with this uh, fireworks uh, setter offer. Um, but he, so when he returned, he brought some friends of his as well. So he, he brought a gang of people. Um, and one of the men in the group... Um, it was who Shatavia started getting in a fight with. Um, and she ended up not backing down until she was injured. So sh- she's a beast, I guess. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, now Shatavia died of her eight gunshot wounds, but her partner did survive. Uh, again, that was Kelvin. Now, this murder happened one month after the New York Police Department disbanded its anti-crime unit. Uh, a plain clothes officer. So I guess they had people in plain clothes who would patrol the area. Um, and the Brooklyn Borough president had issued a statement just a month ago saying, go talk to the young people uh, or the people on your block who are using fireworks instead of calling 911. Like, go have a conversation about it, which is exactly what Shatavia did. And now she's dead. So don't. Don't have a conversation about it. Exactly. Actually, I feel like there's, like, if you're friend, like, if you know your neighbors and you're friendly, like, on friendly terms with them. Sure. Yeah, then yeah. I feel like you could go and be like, like, if they had that music on for, like, two minutes longer, like, Nick was literally, like, sitting on the edge of the bed, like, his shoes were half on. Like, he was going <laughs> to go out there and be like, hey, like, you know, you guys can still hang out, but, like, do you have to have your music at volume 278? Like, yeah. maybe turn it down to, like, 150. Yeah, no, it's, it's like that breaking point. We're like, I'm going to do it. Okay, one more minute. And you're like, ah, well, maybe it's just one more minute, though. Well, he originally was saying if they didn't turn it down after the fireworks that he was going to go talk to them. And the fireworks that ended at like 930. Then they okay. were setting off their own fireworks, which were loud as fuck. Um, so then he was like, well, maybe after that. But then because he was in our room, Calvin fell asleep. Uh, and we had like a noise machine turned on for the baby and we could also hear it in our room. So it was like not as annoying because the noise machine was on. So then I think he was like, well, he's sleeping. So like it was really annoying for me being the person whose side of the bed and pillow he was sleeping on. So I was like my butt was like hanging off the bed. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. my abs are sore today from the core strength it took to like <laughs> cling to the edge of the bed for three hours. Which was all the sleep you got. Of course, because the second he went and we transferred him to his room, you know the baby woke up. Oh, of course. 
like he heard the movement and was like, other people are awake without me. Party time. <laughs> Fourth of July, baby. Uh, so yes, the, the anti-crime unit was disbanded, but it was also criticized because of their aggressive policing and they were protested against. So they disbanded them. So while they were not doing a good job, it still really shows a need for policing in the area. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of reform is necessary. And that's not all to the story. Uh, because both the shooter and Shatavia had gang affiliations, which probably was a big part of the violence. Shatavia had previously been arrested by the feds with a group that was a branch of the well-known Bloods, like mm-hmm. the Bloods and the Crips. Um, and she had pleaded guilty to conspiracy to distribute narcotics one year before this happened. And she was just awaiting sentencing. That's why Got she it. was still out. Um after Shatavia was killed, the Brooklyn Borough... Pr- oh, I have to just say, a, a broom was falling over in our garage because we're finally filming in person. And Laura just caught it and saved it from making noise, but I had to call it out because it was so baller. <laughs> I feel like my face, and then you were laughing, and you were like, this sentence isn't funny, so I don't want you to think that I'm laughing about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> just was my like ninja clutch. broom skills. Uh, after Shatavia was killed, the, the Brooklyn Borough president... Re- re-advised his residents that if a, say, a situation escalates to the point where someone is becoming disrespectful or violent, the police should be called. Well, no shit, dude. <laughs> but I feel like this little president of, of a borough, yes. he's the president, uh, his word really probably doesn't have much power to stop any of this. Yeah, I don't think anybody violence. started or stopped doing anything because he said so. No, I don't think so. And the moral of the story is you never know who your neighbors are going to be or how they might react. So maybe I shouldn't go confront my neighbor. Maybe maybe I should just let him be noisy. It's like when you're in the car and if you get like road rage and then you never know what the person in the other car is going to do. Yeah. They could like really freak out. No, I've heard. Yeah. People get shot on the freeway. Yeah. So it's, I it's always... not worth it. I always let people in and then I curse them. Secretly. Yeah. Secretly in my in my own car or in my own mind most of the time, and that's like people were doing crazy stuff and like doing fireworks and like all these like strobe light things, and I just like shut all the blinds and like locked all the doors and turned the alarm on and pretend it wasn't happening. <laughs> there you go. Um, so mine is also Fourth of July themed. Um, noisy neighbors who um were doing fireworks and partying. Um, it was the story of Terrence Hugh Jr., 36. He was a firefighter. Um, and basically, it was on the 4th of July, but actually it was after midnight, so I guess technically on the 5th of July at that point. Sure, but, sure. Yeah. You know, the night of the 4th of July that was running into the early mornings of the 5th of July, uh, just after midnight, um, he came running out of his house... Um, Terrence did, without warning, just after midnight, shot and killed um, his neighbor, Jacob, and then two of his neighbor's friends, who were Bruce Anderson and Catherine Roseby. Um, So he never denied that he just ran out of his house and shot them. Um, The defense says that he was acting in a fit of temporary rage, uh, they had a quiet um, street that was popular with, like, police officers um, and firefighters. So mm-hmm. it was, like, a generally quiet s- street, but they uh, this one house on this street was not quiet. And actually, <laughs> Terrence's wife had called 
several times the police complaining about noise, drugs, underage drinking, and problems with these neighbors. So um, basically what they're saying is just, you know, on 4th of July night, they were partying, they were drinking, they were doing loud fireworks, and he just like hit a breaking point. Uh-oh. And he did not go out and try and talk to his neighbors. He just <laughs> ran out and shot them. So um, they were going actually for the death penalty in his case, but it took the jury three hours and they came back and decided that they didn't want to do the death penalty. However, Mm -hmm. he did end up being sentenced to life in prison without the chance of parole for killing those three people. Okay. Yeah. I thought like the sentencing was a separate part. Does the jury still do that? Do you know? I the jury had to make the decision on whether or not that they were going to impose the like if it's even on the table. Yeah, okay. and so then okay. they came back and they were like guilty, no death sentence. It might even be two separate things, guilty and then they could decide separately if he should have the death penalty, but they said no death penalty. So then the judge sentenced him to uh life without the possibility of parole. Okay, got it. So that was the most the judge could sentence him for anyway based on what the jury decided. Yes. So I guess they had the decision of whether or not it was the death penalty. Okay. Um, and I think it's kind of sad, a sad situation because, like, obviously he did this horrible thing and he deserves to go to jail. But then, right. like, all of his family and friends were like, I don't know. Like, he's such a great guy. He's this firefighter. He loves his community and everything. And, like, I don't know. The, it, that yeah. whole entire street is, like, ruined forever. No one wants to live on that street now. It's like he's done so many good things in his life, and this is the one bad thing. But it's so bad. Yeah. You can't come back from it. It's almost like... He should have just ran out there and yelled at them. (laughs) You need to have a breaking point sooner, right? Like like when people are so calm. Yeah. Until they burst, and they burst in terrible ways. And you need to scream in your car sometimes instead. Oh, I love screaming in my car. That's the... So that's one thing I missed during the pandemic was getting out all that like anger and anxiety and tension in the car because that's when I would do it or it's good it's good too you know just singing really loud to music that's what I I kind of Nobody a little tiny bit off key miss not the drive home from work because that was trafficy and it would just make me really stressed out and I'd just be trying to get home and see like my family and everything it was mm-hmm. awful but I missed the drive to work because it'd be like an hour and 10 minutes and it was like 5 30 in the morning so it was like dark and there was like not very many cars on the road and I would like listen to a podcast or like listen to music or like scream loudly on PCH and it was like a nice like me time I'd have like coffee and you know get to work yeah. no one would be at work yet so then I could like sit down at my desk all like in the quiet for me for me when I was a teenager working through angst and anger from, you know family and other issues going on i can't tell you how many times i punched my steering wheel and i am so surprised it never broke it was cathartic just like this podcast yeah so you should do those things instead of going out and shooting your neighbors for t- setting off fireworks and being very very loud well, if also, it, if it was that bad, I'm not going to lie, I would move. I know some people aren't in a situation where they can move and they're stuck and all of that. But like, right. I would definitely consider that possibility before I did something else. Right, right. At least try. Yeah. See, see if you could afford it. But 
Yeah, I don't know what gets someone to that point. I have never been to that point, thank God. Hopefully I never get to that no, point. No, I'm the person who's sitting there being like, well, don't even go yell at them. Like, it's fine. They're not going to do it forever. But I've also never, like, had terrible... Well, no, I did have terrible neighbors. Right before or right after, too, um, when our first son was born, our neighbors across oh, the way, right. like, all did tons of drugs, and they were, like, this family with, like, these weird young kids who, like, tripped acid and cried on the playground and, like... That's the group you call the police on. You don't go out and confront them. Because no. if they're doing hardcore drugs and you say something and they take it the wrong way, even if you're totally nice, that could become I literally bad. would never talk to them. I would walk past their balcony so fast. And one time I like had the stroller. It was like right after our son was born. And I was like walking past the balcony and the girl was up on the balcony, their like daughter or whatever, just being like super angry and these giant potted plants. And she was just like shoving them and like chucking them off the balcony and they'd Jesus. like go down to the, because they were on the second floor and they'd go down to the floor and like shatter. And I just like ran into her house and then I just immediately was like, I don't care where we have to move, but we are moving, and then we bought a house. I was like, I don't care. We will be so poor. We will have no savings. We can't live here anymore. It's not safe, especially with a kid. Yeah, it would have been fine when it was just us, but then I was pregnant, and I was like, this is not fun. And then after we had him, I was like, we're, we're out of here, bro. If you find needles on the playground used up by your neighbors, then you should probably try to improve your situation. Yeah, Again, not everyone can. Just, oh. just look at San Francisco. Yeah. And we had to live there for, like, Calvin was eight months old by the mm -hmm. time we moved, and they lived there the whole time. And at one point, she, the, like, mom who lived there had a boyfriend, and then he had a cast, and then she kicked him out and chucked his crutches down the stairs. Like, thinking back on it, because I don't live there anymore, Jeez. like, it was so ridiculous. They were always fighting and just doing, like, the most intense things. Don't you wish a little bit you could just live that intensely, though? Like, no, like, no. It wasn't like that intensely, but like in a fun, intense way. Like no, nobody was true. ever having a good time, ever. Even when they were like doing mushrooms, they were having a bad time doing it. They were like never having fun. Yeah, that's not the kind of drugs that you want to do. No, no. It's, yeah, be that the was right a lot. frame of mind. Um, so tell me, what's your hypothetical murder? Well, I'll probably just go over at some point, and, say, and talk to them nicely. But if that doesn't pan out, <laughs> my hypothetical, totally hypothetical, especially because we're talking about neighbors and not my uh, consenting spouse that lets me talk about this stuff, um, is to wait until one of those particularly late nights, people are just way too loud, way past a reasonable hour, and then I'm going to drag out a long fucking extension cord, I'm going to get my toaster, I'm going to put some bread in it, I'm going to depress the toaster button and then i'm gonna throw it over the fucking wall into the pool and wait until the sound stops and then i'm gonna just reel it back over the wall and quietly go in the house and i'm gonna tie the extension cord together so they don't plug it come in, apart yeah, so it yeah, won't yeah. come apart okay here's my question why bother putting bread in it because it makes me happy that's why laura because <laughs> it adds like, to um, the chaotic you know they're not gonna like it's not gonna become toast <laughs> Because and it's going to be such a pain come. in the ass to get out of your toaster when it's all wet and soggy. No, because after it's submerged and stuff, the, t the bread will just float out. So when the police come, they're going to find all these dead bodies and be like, why is there two fucking pieces of bread in there? <laughs> no, they're going to trace the bread and realize that it's the bread it's from all, your it's house. It's Aldi bread. This is Aldi bread. It's not enriched. It's Aldi bread. 
who shops at Aldi in this? No, just this one house. Yep, that's going to fuck me. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and then I'm going to throw the toaster out in a different neighbor's trash can. And then when the police come by, I'll be like, yeah, man, this neighbor's been complaining about them for months. For You're months. just going to throw your neighbor under the bus? That's the goal. I'll find another noisy neighbor and just take them both out. <laughs> one fell swoop. The broom moved again. Sorry, I kicked it with my oh, that foot. Was, that was you. Yeah, it's not haunted. <laughs> Now, what about you with your, uh, I would say yours are even crazier than mine. Mine are just having a pool party. Yours are. Yeah, but yours are having a pool party three times a week. That's true. It's more My neighbors have done this once. Mm -hmm. And like most of the time, they also, they used to have a band and their band would practice on Tuesdays, but they would end practice at 730, which is perfect because that's when like my kid went to bed. And so yeah. I always was like, I like them. I feel like they're very cur- courteous to like your time when they're doing like their band practice. Just apparently not on the 4th of July because fuck all matters on the 4th of July. Freedom, America. It's, um. Anyways, yeah. I the biggest thing I have a problem with is in our county or whatever, fireworks that you buy are illegal. Yep. And so they had to drive somewhere else to buy fireworks and then bring them back here knowing that they're illegal and mm. then lighting them off anyways in our freaking death trap of a dried out carcass of life we are in a desert we don't we should not exist here so um that's kind of my biggest thing so my plan was just to tamper with their fireworks Mm -hmm. so there's like apparently there's like one neighbor who buys all of the fireworks every single year um so that i would just be like oh don't worry i'm gonna pick some up too and then i would pick them up and then i would mess with them i don't know how to per se but i'm assuming if you just like add I, I some powder if, or like put I some mean, it's flour in it's, it it's a tube and it basically ejects so if you just cut a little hole in the tube it wouldn't eject up some of it would come or, out or the you sides. like cap it off because yeah. there's, there's a there's probably a top that pops off and so you just like do a little weld or like a little solder joint Zoop. so i'd I'll hire you yeah, yeah <laughs> um that's our son was asking us if we liked fireworks and my answer was i like when professionals do fireworks which isn't true i hate fireworks but i wasn't going to tell him that because i was trying to get him to yeah i was trying to get him to not be scared so i was just like i like when professionals do fireworks and also i tried to like prep him up we watched a youtube video of like disney world's fireworks well that's why he didn't care about these fireworks well he didn't want to watch them anyways and he just didn't like how loud they were but i thought if he like saw what fireworks were going to look like he'd like get mentally in the zone it didn't work nothing works kids are insane they're insane so anyways, I would cap them or weld them or cut a hole in the side or whatever. And then I would just take them and I'd mix them all within their fireworks that they already had. So nobody would know which fireworks came from where. And then just wait for it to blow up. Yep. And then I also wouldn't tell anybody else I was getting the fireworks. So they would just all think that it was that same family who always got the fireworks. Not me. I don't look like a firework buying person. I look like the person who shows up with cookies I made. I like, know oh, you got tats. It depends. That's true. If you're wearing sleeve if you're sleeveless and wearing short shorts. No, you're a firework. That's not person. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be the girl rolling up with like super short shorts and like a bikini top or whatever. When you buy the fireworks, I mean that you have to. Yes. Yeah, that's, Otherwise, that's they compulsory. don't sell them to you. Yeah, they're like, uh, you're you're a narc. You know what's funny is in other states, fireworks aren't illegal because they're not like desperate for water. And so those people are like. They're more of a fucking desert. Yeah. 
But like the East Coast or like, you know, places where it rains, they're sitting there being like, you can't buy fireworks. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Malibu is constantly on fire. We don't need fireworks. <laughs> but Laura, it's America. And you have, should have the freedom to shoot fireworks in your dry county and light other people's homes on fire. Yeah, if it was your own home, then like, meh, like the choice is yours. But it's never you, going to be your it. own home. That's a lot. You're you can sh- shoot fireworks off as long as it's inside your own house, you <laughs> dumbass. But like, don't shoot them out, you know, don't shoot them. Everybody shoots them away from their house, and that's going to set your neighbor's house on fire, and that's when it's unfair. Right, right. Oh, to keep me safe, I'm going to shoot it up in the sky over your house. Yes, always. Yeah. I remember um, when we were back in that neighborhood, one of our neighbors was shooting them off. I was standing in the driveway, and one of the uh, cartridges from the projectile fell from the sky and landed in the bush, not one and a half feet away from me. Yeah. Just shpoom. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is real. <laughs> Like, I could get hit in the head. That's this is what not safe. Nick said. He was like, I know they're not, but I feel like they're setting off fireworks over our house. And I was like, Nick, they probably are. Like, I don't think they have that good of aim. They're probably setting some of them off over our house. Yeah. You don't want to be, I mean, I, I would have considered calling the police because they'll drive by and they'll at least stop for a little bit. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I would have called the police before going out there and saying, hey, guys. Can you stop shooting fireworks over my house? Because then they're just going to fucking do it more. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to. I honestly wasn't. I'm. When it comes to that, I'm pretty anti-confrontational. Where I was like. Nick was just amped up, right? He's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to him. Nick was like, I need this bed we'll space. I can't we'll have fight. I can't have this kid like taking up. You know how they spread out? Like taking up 95% of my bed. He started out. I have this picture where he's curled in a little tiny ball because he was so scared. And then the cat's laying on top of him because the cat was worried about him being scared. Mm -hmm. The second he falls asleep, he's just like turns into this weird spaghetti who like stretches all out. (laughs) Like he was tiny meatball. And then he was like big giant noodle. And I was like trying to like put his arm off of me because he just like radiates like a firework amount of heat. (laughs) So, yeah. Kelly was saying the other day, why don't we bring our youngest in? to cuddle like we did with the twins i'm like he doesn't fucking sleep i'm like sure i'm like if you want to bring him in you're responsible for him because if you bring him in i know he's just going to sit there and talk and then do do 360 spins that's we used to bring calvin into our room and he would like snuggle up next to me and i'd hug him or like i remember nick would bring him in and i'd be like leaving for work and the two of them would be sleeping and it was so cute and like you bring Owen in now, and he just immediately wakes up. He's trying to shove his pacifier into my mouth because he thinks he's sharing or something. <laughs> and then he just sits there, and he, like, pulls on your ears, or he pulls on your eyelashes, or he, like, just, like, trying to get you to wake up, too. And then he's just like, ah, ha, 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 And I'm like, it's 5.30 in the morning. No one's laughing. <laughs> yep. So she was like, but we're going to miss the cuddle time. I'm like, he doesn't cuddle. You're not missing out on it. He, it he just doesn't, doesn't happen. He just lays there and talks. He'll, he'll go like, Daddy, what's your favorite color? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, aquamarine. I don't know. Mine's yellow. <laughs> he'll just do that for like an hour. Uh, I know. I was his favorite person for a week. <laughs> You're still his favorite person. That's true, but I don't have to hang out with him as much. No. Well, I hope that everyone had a safe and fire-free 4th of July. If you wanted to sleep, I hope you got to sleep. 
I hope you didn't get in, into any fights with your neighbors, unless you both agreed and wore block, boxing gloves. Yeah, fun fights that's, only. It's fucking fun, man. Um, but otherwise, what is the 4th of July is like America's birthday? Yeah, yeah. People call it that. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. As always, while marriage and fireworks are messy, murder is messier. I fucking got it right that time. <laughs>